As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to Friday Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. On this, the 23rd day of February 2024, coming to to you from a kind of damp uh, forest, Virginia. A little rain off and on, nothing nothing major. Just enough it'll kind of screw up my trip out this afternoon to the pulmonologist, maybe. I got some errands I need to run while I'm out because I've been busy all week working for Nate up in Alaska. So I I need to not only get to the pulmonologist today, but I have several things I need to do while I'm out. So I'm going to have an afternoon out today. All right, guys, we have several uh, news stories today. The uh, top story today, the Queen Anne sails through at sea trials. Celebration Key is going to be able to host four ships at once. So they're expanding before they get started. $25 deposits for Holland America. Float out of Silver Ray postponed. And currents on Carnival Jubilee. That and lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. Today, folks, is National Banana Bread Day. I like I like banana bread. Although we normally, when we get bananas here in the house, between Amanda and I, they get eaten. Both of us have trouble with cramps, and bananas are, you know, really good for that, the potassium. So we don't, you know, banana bread is when the, the bananas start looking yucky, start turning a little dark and getting kind of soft and mushy. That's what makes good banana bread. So, you know, you get a couple of bananas a couple of days older, it makes really good banana bread. But yeah, I kind of like that. A nice warm uh, piece of banana bread and a little butter on it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so today's the National Banana Bread. So, yeah, go out and get some banana bread someplace. I don't know where you can find it, but it's one of those things you almost have to make it. All right, if you're listening via the podcast, you can access the podcast daily via my blog. 
which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from, all the big guys, Podchaser, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, uh, any of the podcast networks. Just search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening via the podcast, if you want to jump over to the video feed, like uh, you want to check out an interview or clips that we're using or photos on that day's show, there's always a link in the description of the podcast so you can access the video feed. So I hope everybody enjoyed yesterday. Uh, Of course, I talked with uh, Fernando Diaz from a quasar expedition down in the Galapagos Island. Uh, that was, to me, was a really, really good interview. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I would like to bring lots more of that kind of interviews uh, to you in uh, 2024. All right, so before I get to the news today, folks, uh, my friend Rochelle is in Kota Kinbayu, Malaysia. And I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, but oh well. Uh, Just some scenes there. It looks some fishermen at work. And despite uh, what it looks like, this is a very modern area as well as a natural area. So, Kota Kambayu, Malaysia. That's on the South China Sea, if you aren't familiar with uh, where that is, folks. And I don't necessarily think I'm all that smart. I looked it up. So, yeah, it's a lot of places that I don't know. All right. Let's start it off with the top story this morning. You know, we've talked about Kennard twice in the last few days, which is kind of nice. Queen Anne, Kennard's newest ship, has completed her final sea trials over the course of 16 days this month. The ship underwent a series of rigorous tests including full-speed maneuvers, intricate navigational challenges to ensure every system operates at peak performance. With Captain Inger Torage at the helm, Kennard Line's Queen Anne has concluded, concluded, come on, tongue, has concluded her final sea trials and is poised to embark on her inaugural sailing season for 24. 24, starting in May. After setting sail from Fincaltieri Marghera shipyard in Benice, Queen Anne was subjected to an extensive program designed to scrutinize, test, assess, and calibrate all her major systems. The trials encompassed everything from the propulsion pods, which are crucial for powering the vessel to the bow thrusters, that enhance maneuverability and the stabilizers that ensure a smooth journey. In addition, all complex electronic systems controlling the hardware were thoroughly tested. 
Kennard's first female captain, Captain Inger, shared her excitement and satisfaction with the outcomes of the trial, saying, I'm thrilled to report Queen Anne passed with flying colors. Congratulations to Captain Inger Thoridge and to the Queen Anne and to Cunard. Very good. Look forward to seeing the Queen Anne. I have never sailed on um, a Cunard ship. I would definitely like to try that. So put it on my wish list. All right, I'll be back with a couple more stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. All right, this was kind of a good story, folks. And I have to admit, I'm seriously looking at this now in my planning for the future. Carnival Cruise Line is currently building a private destination on Grand Bahama Island called Celebration Key. The cruise line has announced a pier extension, and four of Carnival's largest cruise ships will be able to visit on the same day. So they're basically doubling the uh, ship space before they get open. Celebration Key will open to Carnival cruise ships in the summer of 2025. Just last month, Carnival announced new details about this private port. Uh, Now they have announced an expansion on what is shaping up to be an incredible destination. The pier extension will be completed in 2026 and will allow four Carnival ships to visit on the same day. The pier will be able to handle four XL-class ships, the largest in the cruise line's fleet, at once. Carnival, this this one was rather surprising. Carnival is expecting 4 million guests to visit Celebration Key each year by 2028. That's a big number, folks, 4 million guests. Celebration Key will have a mile-long white sand beach, the largest freshwater lagoons in the Caribbean, and a range of dining, shopping, and entertainment options. You know, I'm a I'm a big fan of the private islands, folks. Uh, I like all of them. I mean, I, I love MSCs because of what MSA has been able to do. Uh, Coco Key. Perfect day at Coco K, if you can use their pronunciation. You know, it's okay. Uh, it's not my favorite. Uh, because they separate so much and that and it's a big profit area. So a lot of the things that would be fun to do cost extra money and you know I'm tight. But it's a nice barbecue cookout kind of thing. They you have some nice cocktails. They have lovely beaches. They have a you know a nice pool. So I mean there's there's things to do. I love riding around, even Coco Cay, which is my least favorite of all of them, I think. You know, I love riding around. That's, you know, they're they're great. Um, the one, the one that is still a problem is Great Stirrup Key, which, you know, doesn't have a pier yet. They're supposed to be building one. So, you know, we're 
I've been weathered out there four times now where the tenders couldn't get take passengers into shore. I have not been on one of the new accessible tenders. So I haven't been able to try that out yet. But, uh, you know, again, celebration key. I, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to get there. So. All right. The next story today comes from Sister Cruise Line, Holland America. Holland America, which is considered a premium cruise line for Carnival Corporation, is offering special deals on cruises that depart from May of this year to May of next year. That includes cruises to Alaska, the Caribbean, and Europe. From now through February 29th, so you got about a week, the cruise line is offering a time-of-your-life deal that includes $25 deposits, up to 40% off cruise fares, free balcony upgrades, free or reduced fare for kids, up to $400 in onboard credit, and have an all-amenity package. Holland America's Have It All package includes the signature beverage package, Wi-Fi surf package, up to $300 shore excursion credits, and up to three nights of specialty dining. Uh, Folks, pick out a Holland America cruise and call me. We can get you set up and get it deposited and everything in a matter of, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. So... Be happy to take care of that for you. The next story, the eagerly awaited float out of Silver Ray, the newest addition to Silver Sea Cruises, don't get to talk about them much, has been delayed due to adverse weather conditions impacting Western Europe. Initially scheduled for February 24th, that would be tomorrow, the event at Meyerwerf Shipyard in Papenburg, Germany, has been pushed back by at least 24 hours. So this isn't a major delay due to like, uh, you know, couldn't get parts in. This is a weather-caused delay. Silver Ray's the second Nova-class cruise ship after sister ship Silver Nova. The vessels represent a groundbreaking concept that enables them to operate emission-free while in port. With the maiden voyage several months away, the delay is unlikely to cause any significant delays further down the line. All right, and finally this morning, folks, and this is another one. I saw this and all of a sudden I go, "Uh uh-oh, that's something I got to do. You know, I've... The, the ships have come out with all the fancy new stuff, the roller coasters and the bumper cars and the crazy water slides. And, you know, and I just kind of go, okay, that's nice. I don't get excited to think, oh, I'd really like to do that. Although some of the things, yeah, I'd like to do that. But am I going to, you know, get upset if I don't? No. Well, Carnival Cruise Line is showing off some details of a new fun zone aboard the Carnival Jubilee. Among the features of the Currents area, get the name, Currents, is a fun sub that provides guests with a close-up look at the underwater world. 
Carnival Cruise Line is pulling back the curtain to show cruising fans some pictures of the new Currents Zone on board Carnival Jubilee. Currents is one of two new zones on the vessel, located on deck six and seven. It features an underwater theme with large LED windows and an advanced sound design to give the area a theatrical feel. The biggest reveal in Currents is Sequest, a fun sub-adventure, which features six LED portals and a wave-like 100-foot LED ceiling designed to make guests feel like they're on a journey on an actual sub. Folks, don't care what it costs. I'll be first in line to do this one. So uh, looking forward to that. I guess that means I got a book, a Jubilee Christ. So uh, maybe I'll have time this weekend to start looking at that. Let's see if I could come up with a deal somewhere along the line for the new Carnival Jubilee. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. As far as the news goes, let's go see who's fussing at me over in the chat room. And please notice, folks, there have been no technical issues thus far. Oh, my God. That's a shocker. All right. So uh, Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Laura's here up in Ottawa. Hi, Laura. Kenneth's here in Pennsylvania. Mike's here on the other side of the pond. There's hot air time. I'm watching, but on the plane. So no volume. Uh, sorry about that, hot air Tom. Uh, in hot air time, I will have to say maybe hot air Tom can come back and check this out later. Uh, many of you know uh, that stay on top of uh, world events. That yesterday we had a moon landing. Now, if you recall back several months ago, hot air tried to smuggle himself on the rocket that was going to the moon, and it got uh, uh, canceled because of weather. So hot air had to crawl down off the top of that damn rocket and go back home without going to the moon. And Sydney says, I was hoping to get rid of it. Well, hot air time. It's a good thing that you didn't get off on that rocket. It landed on the moon. I mean, I had a little problems, but it it got down. Okay. It's only going to be alive for a week. And then it, the the temperature freezes the batteries. So it's going to die. So it's a good thing you didn't go up there. Because Cindy would have really gotten rid of you. That would have been true. Cindy, I'm on your side. Honest, sweetie. Hot Air Tom and Cindy are on their way to get on the jade. See there, I do remember things on occasions, Hot Air Tom. Uh, Laura says, we'll be thinking of you this afternoon, sending hugs. Yeah, thank you. This is actually, um, when I do these round of doctor visits, they usually don't bother me in the least. I just take them in stride. This one has got me a little worried. Uh, My breathing is has deteriorated uh, since I was there last. Matter of fact, I called and requested this one. 
again, I'm okay sitting still. Um, which means on cruise ships, I'm okay. Because on cruise ships, I'm in my chair no matter what I do. I mean, okay, yeah, I might be in my room and have to walk from the bed to the bathroom. You know, which I can do. Can't do much more than that. But as long as I'm sitting, which I eat in the wheelchair, I don't have to, a lot of times don't even have the oxygen on, just like right now. Now, yeah, it's close by. If I would try to stand up for 30 seconds, I'd have to have it on. Or if I try to walk across the room to my chair, I got to have it on. Or I'll hit the floor. I'm not sure there's anything they could do about it. It might be something I just got to live with. So, I mean, this isn't something that's going to, you know, cause me to croak. You know. So, uh, those of you that want to get rid of me, yeah, too bad. Uh, But, you know, everything we've tried uh, has not worked. The uh, inhalers that are supposed to be really good for this that are so damn expensive all they do is make me cough i mean deep hard coughing within like two days of using them and then it's constant cough 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 cough. well that's not helping any so you know it's going back to the drawing board uh, the last time i was with dr Corey. He said he had a new associate coming in that might have a program that would be right up my alley. I want to find out some more information about that and what that would entail and costs and all those things. So I'm aware that something, you know, got to try something, you know, because my walking ability is virtually gone. Five or six steps. That's it. I can get. I can get from if I have my my oxygen going now. I can get from here to the dining room table, which is about eight steps. Uh, my bathroom is eight or nine steps. I can do that. Uh, I can get to the kitchen door. I can't get like if I need to get in the refrigerator or I need to feed the cats. I get to the to the door, have to take the oxygen off because I don't like to pull the tanks around, uh, which I could do. I have tanks here. It's a pain in the butt. Uh, so, you know, I I take the oxygen off, walk across the room, sit down, put the cat's meals together, feed them, get up, walk back across the room, put the oxygen on. That's just a, a way that I have to live. So like for, I'd like for that to get a little easier. I mean, the house, I'm hoping we don't have to get to the point that I have to have the chair in the house. It's really not suitable. I don't want a news station alert uh, channel seven while I'm on the air. I don't know if you guys heard that or not. 
but uh, you know, it's uh, my, my house is just not conducive to running around in a wheelchair. It's not wheelchair accessible. Let's put it that way. So uh, I hope I don't have to get to that point, but we'll see. Uh, there could be good news from today and it could be bad news from today. I don't know, but I'm, I'm a little more concerned, uh, a little more apprehensive, I guess, not really concerned. It's what it is. It is, you know, I'm not gonna be able to change anything. Uh, Joanne says, just watch JJ Cruz live. Sailing from Athens. Yep. I saw that they were flying to Greece. Uh, a couple days ago. Banana bread. Can he, Katie can bake some and meet us in Tampa. Yeah, that'd be nice. Mike said, excellent interview yesterday. Thanks, Mike. I really liked him. And I would really like to get down. I would like to see the Galapagos Islands. I would love to be able to do one of those cruises. One of you one of you rich folks out there adopt me or something. <laughs> or maybe, you know, one of you wealthy ladies <laughs> ask me to marry you. I'll jump in the chance and help you spend some of your money. <laughs> I'm getting no folks. I'm teasing on that one. <laughs> There's Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Uh, yeah, JJ Cruz is over in your neck of the woods. Well, sort of in your neck of the woods. Uh, Emily's here. Nice to see you again, Laura, she says. How's the weather in Canada? It's it's the winter, Emily. It's, it's probably not any better than the weather in New York. And so, uh, although I, I talked to John uh, up in Minnesota yesterday, and he's complaining because it's too damn hot. Oh. I mean, they got cold weather coming, so he can't go out and plant, you know, 25,000 acres of sugar beets yet. So he'd rather have it cold, you know, than put everything on the thaw and, you know. Anyway. Um, it, Mike says, good to hear from Dennis. Four ships, that will be fun. Now, the one thing that I thought of about that, Dennis, you put four XL ships in there at the same time. That could be what, uh, four, eight, 16,000 people hitting that island at once. I mean, they got to have a lot of stuff to, to take care of 16,000 people at one time. I mean, that's got to be. It's got to be a lot more than, you know, any of the islands have opened up with uh, to, to get that many people at once. So it, we're going to have to see on this one. But I'm I'm kind of looking forward to, to going there. Uh, let's see. What is Emily? It's always fun to get Emily's comments. Says, how are you, Dennis? We were talking about you yesterday. Actually, Dennis, folks, on days that he does not make the show, which are, are few and far between, 
he does watch it on replay because I constantly get I get comments from Dennis. So I know he's there. And of course, Dennis is constantly correcting my pronunciation, which I so appreciate. So, yeah. So uh, just because you guys don't seem does not mean that Dennis, he does not, might not be there on the live show. Hopefully Disney will keep everything included on their new island, except for the bungalows. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, but they don't turn it into a big money grab like some of the people have done. Dennis says, always team replay when I miss the stream. Unfortunately, chat doesn't usually available for replay viewers. Yeah, no, I know. That doesn't work. And one thing I also found out in case, uh, uh, oh, goodness, I can't even think, uh, Sherry. In case Sherry is listening today, there's no way I can put uh, captions on, on the live stream. I've checked into that and that, that is just not available. So it has to be backed in on your end, not on my end. So I tried uh, and I found out that that wasn't possible. So uh, Todd's here. Good morning, Todd. Good to see you again today. Happy Friday to everyone. There's Emma. Hi, Emma. I haven't seen you for a while. Says hi, Chili and everyone. Dennis says, hello, Emma G. Definitely booked the Jubilee. Other vloggers have been on and loved it. I am very curious myself. Yeah, well, again, uh, M, I'm not going to book it if it's still you know, premium priced. I'll wait, patiently wait until, you know, either I can get a good casino offer deal or I can get a decent discount deal or I can get a, you know, an agency deal or something that I can get a real, you know, a good bargain price to get on Jubilee. I'm not going to spend the the big money at least until I get, uh, you know, 30, 40,000 subscribers and turn this into a profit center. I'm not going to spend the big money like I did on MSC, their inaugural cruise for the seascape. To me, it's not worth it. You know, I could, I could have, I could have taken three cruises with the money I spent on that one. Well, I'd rather take three cruises than one. Does that mean that I don't want to go on the new ships? No, I just don't want to spend the, the top dollar for it. And I'm I, I just, I'm not taking anything away from from like Katie and and Angela because I know they like to jump on it for, on the the Royal Caribbean ships first thing. And more power to them. Yeah, that I'm I'm not saying that they're doing that they're doing it wrong. Absolutely, they like to do that. I'm all in favor of that. I'm just too tight. You know, it's my Scottish nature. Uh, Emogy says, yes, we did this on Jubilee. And in addition, you can draw fishy sharks and other marine life animals. 
and stuff. Uh, load them into load them in. Oh, load them into a portal. Yeah, I saw that about portals. I wasn't entirely sure what that meant. And you see your uh, colored animals in those windows. Oh, that's nice. They swim around with the other guests. That's cool. I'm really looking forward to doing this. It was a kid event, but I know I had fun doing this. I, I'm sorry, but the, the kid things are sometimes better than the adult things. So, yeah, I'm really all in favor of that. That's like, thank you. I'm, I'm, I appreciate the information. Uh, Gretchen's here up in Ohio. Hey, Gretchen. Everybody speaking back and forth. That's good. Uh, good luck. Can they try pulmonary rehab? Oh, and I've been through. I went through pulmonary rehab for a year and a half. And it didn't do a bit of good. You know, and we tried, you know, I tried everything. Walking, exercising, treadmill, machines. And, yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, my O2 levels would come back. I mean, they drop out the bottom. They come back in a few few seconds or, you know, 30, 40 seconds. But it's just any exertion and the O2 levels goes through the floor. It's weird. So we'll see what the, what the doctor, doctors have to say today. I had no idea your breathing issues that bad. Well, you know, it's it's what it is. I mean, it's not, you know, I, I have to live with it. Smoking bad. Well, it came from, uh, this is a combination, uh, Dennis, I don't know if you've heard my story on this or not. Uh, I smoked for 56 years. That, that's, and I was a heavy smoker. Uh, now, I've been off cigarettes now for 10 years. Uh, it'll be 10 years this spring. I had prostate cancer that metastasized, was in my lungs. It was other places too. But I had cancer in both lungs, but prostate cancer, not lung cancer. I was going through the chemo treatment for for the prostate cancer, metastasized prostate cancer, and had a total respiratory collapse in the pulmonologist office. He couldn't get the O2 levels up at all. They rushed me to the hospital. I spent 13 days in ICU, and I came out as an oxygen user. So I've been using oxygen ever since. So it's been going on almost four years now that I've been using oxygen. And it's just, uh, you know, it's gotten, it's starting to get worse. And maybe they can do something. Maybe they can't. I mean, you know, I, I can just keep cranking up the oxygen. That's all. If it takes more. Uh, or, you know, if they have, what would be 
awesome is if there's a new something that we can try. If it works, great. If it doesn't, I'm back in the same boat I've been in. Um, it's not the point that I have to worry about uh, uh, kicking the bucket. It's just, you know, it'd be nice if I can improve my quality of life a little. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the best out of whatever the situation is. So I'm not worried about it. It's just that it's, uh, nah, I'm a little troubling. You know, I just, I'm, I'm apprehensive. That's, that's the thing. Uh, Olivia Wolf is here. Can you follow me back, dear? Uh, anytime somebody calls me a deer, that's usually a, yeah, bomber. Uh, Laura says, minus 30 tomorrow morning in Ottawa. Yeah, no. Laura, I'm sorry. That's, that's up, that's up your alley. That ain't up my alley. If it was minus, minus 30 here. I'd be gone. <laughs> I have trouble when it gets under freezing, for heaven's sakes. I do, and in all of this, folks, I I'm a lot colder now than I've ever been in my life. So it takes very little for me to get uh, uncomfortably cold, even on cruise ships. Uh, yeah, when we get into the hot weather, everybody thinks, oh, this is great. We get into the hot weather, I got to go gra grab a sweater <laughs> because of the air conditioning. So, and in my room, I turn the, the thermostat up as high as it'll go. So at least my room stays warm. <laughs> I'm sure the, I'm sure my room steward Hates to come in and clean my room because I always said I'm a load for those guys. But yeah, and same thing. You know, the temperature gets down, I freeze. So, and if it's if it's less than 32 degrees, I don't go out of the house. You know, it's going to be 60 today. I'll still be bundled up fairly well. Of course, I got to you know I got to ride my scooter. You know out to the car and I got to ride my scooter into the pulmonologist. So, you know, I'm going to be outside a little, thankfully not. Plus I can't find a parking place. Um, all right, let's see. <laughs> minus 30. It's way north and worse than New York. Yeah. I'm minus 30. That's probably got the cold. That's got the cold beat for all of us this winter. We're going to be warming up a bit this weekend into Monday in the 50s. Uh, break out your shorts. Yeah. Money grab on the other private islands is awful. I completely agree with that one, Dennis. Um, I don't blame you, Chile. Definitely wait for the prices to come down. I hear you. Yeah, ignore Olivia, sex spot. I agree. That's what I figured too. Even Nutty, what's up? Same thing. Can I be your friend? Another sex spot. Then it says lunch service, Tom. Olivia wanted to take chili out. Yeah, no. That ain't going to happen, M. 
I promised you, jerking you around. Yeah, I know that. I know that. And I love it. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for the weekend. Well, I mean, who knows? Uh, I've got a lot to do this weekend. But, uh, and I'll stay on top of things. Who knows? I might jump in and do a live anytime this weekend. And I tell you what, my friend Nate up there in Alaska, they're running a a promotion for Alaska residents. Holland America's doing it. And I tell you what, we've been busy. And I'm talking like, I've booked like 30 cruises this week. Uh, me, and I'm doing the overflow. So, but yeah, when people call Nate, uh, if he's busy, it forwards to me. And there's been times this week when I've I had as many as four people waiting. So, you know, it's been it's been really fun. And I've learned a ton doing this. But uh, yeah, it's a really good program up there for Alaska residents. Uh, and Emily says, yes, indeed, Jelly, good luck. All right, guys. <clears throat> I will let everybody know how today goes. That would be really nice if I get some kind of news to report back to you. That would be just awesome. But anyway, there'll be a report one way or the other. For the good, the bad, or the ugly. Doesn't matter. So that's going to wrap it up for today, everybody. You guys have a phenomenal weekend. I hope you're doing something enjoyable, everybody, especially those of you that are going to have some warmer weather this weekend. We're going to be colder weather here than it's been for a couple of days, but that's okay. It's not going to be brutally cold. All right, guys, as always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas, maybe the Galapagos Islands. Wouldn't that be awesome? Have a great weekend, everybody. See you Monday if I don't see you before. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? 
Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. 